Greetings everyone and welcome to the Occult Think Tank. My name is Greg. In this program I am going to be talking about how Jesus is the golden calf of Christianity. Now Christians love to say that this bullshit of God is good all the time. Well I have a verse that I don't think they're aware of. Deuteronomy 32:39. Even I am he. There is no God with me. I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. The God of the Old Testament is both good and evil. The idea of an all-good God didn't exist until Zoroaster, around the 7th century BC. He was the one that first came up with this idea of an all-good God. It created what is termed a duality. You have an all-good God and an all-evil character. In Zoroastrianism, the all-good God was Ahura Mazda. The all-evil was Ahriman. Christians adopted this and came up with God versus Satan. It's not original. It's not anything that they thought of. It's not Jewish because I had asked Mark what is Satan in Judaism and he said he's a good guy and he took me through where Satan first shows up in the Bible which is not Genesis it's actually Balaam and the donkey where Balaam was going to go out and curse the Jewish people and the donkey ran into the adversary which in Hebrew is Satan. That is the first time Satan shows up. And Mark had asked, is what Satan did a good thing or a bad thing? And I had said, well, from the Jewish perspective, it would be a good thing. He was like, right. So he's a good guy. Christians have taken the character of Satan and because of this God versus Satan idea, they came up with this idea that you have to have the original sin. But I'm going to rip that apart in this as well. But what I typically get when I post videos like this on BitChute is stupid shit like this. This was one of the posts that a video of mine had gotten and it just, it irritates me when they try to insert a video to Christian bullshit because, and I've told multiple of them, do not try to pimp your shit on my channel. It's not going to fly. I can go into the comment and edit it and I remove any link to another video because that's not the purpose of 
my videos and even the discussion section is to talk about the video that I did and what was mentioned in that. It is not a place to post your shit. If you're going to talk about the video, that's fine. But if you're going to try to take it and take over my video with having links to your shit, fuck you. And there is also, I have that for the this finger shit. I got a finger for him. But what Mark called what you see there, he called it Rolodex Bible. And it's a typical Christian tactic. What they will do is they will take and have multiple verses that they'll throw at you. The thing is, I am going to shrink this down so we can get into what is actually in the damn Bible. Because they want to try and quote and what I'll do to make it easier for you guys to read is they try to go to 1st Corinthians so what I will do I will show them I will show you what they're doing in this they want to try and act as if this proves this gospel of Christ there is no Christ because Jesus did not fulfill the criteria for Messiah the first criteria was to be born of a Jewish mother and father. Christians try and make up and act as if this shit somehow proves Jesus. It doesn't. It's a whole bunch of meaningless horse shit. I've showed you guys this before and I'll do it again just because I want everybody to be aware of exactly what is going on with Christians. Isaiah 7.14 is where they try to go to say this virgin shit that the Lord himself shall give you a sign behold a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and his name shall be Emmanuel. Jesus' name was not Emmanuel by the way. But, this is also not talking about Jesus, this is talking about King Ahaz. And the child was, by the time the child would know good from evil, the kings that he was worried about would be dead. That was the sign that this God was giving. The word virgin, however, is... Alas, a maiden, a damsel. It's a young woman. 
A sexual virgin is the Hebrew word B-E-T-H-U-L-A-H. There is a it's a different Hebrew word. And you can get that by looking up the word virgin. You won't see this until I bring it up there. But the word virgin, as you can see, it is a different Hebrew word. It is the B-E-T-H-U-L-A-H. And that is a sexual virgin. Those are the two kinds of virgins that are in the Old Testament. There's a young woman, and there is a sexual virgin. Isaiah 7.14 is not talking about a sexual virgin. Christians are trying to make up a version of virgin that simply doesn't exist. There is no word for virgin for fucked by Casper. That simply is not a thing. Nowhere in the Old Testament will you see any mention of fucked by Casper. The thing is, there is also no Hebrew word for a male virgin, because how would you know? This is important because Christians want to try and act like faith is something so important in the Bible. It's mentioned 245 times in the New Testament. Faith is mentioned 245 times in 229 verses. In the Old Testament, faith appears two times. Just two. The reason is not even the God went by faith. He did things in, I think it's Genesis, that he wanted proof. He wanted to prove whether or not people would follow what he said. And I will... Actually, it's not Genesis. I was wrong. It's Exodus. But you will see it before you. Exodus 16, 4. Then said the Lord to Moses, Behold, I will rain bread from you, bread from heaven for you, and the people shall see, shall go out and gather a certain rate every day that I may prove them whether they will walk by my law or no. He, the God wants proof whether or not the people are going to follow what he says or not. If the God wants proof, why can't we also want proof? There is no faith in the Old Testament. Not like Christians are putting forward. This is also a reason why Mark Powers had said basically they don't need to go by faith because they have stories of 
their God actually interacting with people. I don't buy those stories. However, that is where their ideas come from, is these things got passed down from father to son type of thing in the story format and that is where they feel they have a connection with this god is because of the god interacting with their ancestors Christians don't have that they can't have that so they have to make up bullshit and that's all all of this is what I'll show you is what they're doing with this other in Ephesians. It's what they do with so much. Is what you will notice is it talks about in whom you also trusted. That's what they're trying to act as if this is somehow confirming it doesn't it doesn't mean shit because Jesus number one he wasn't a Christ the term Christ means Messiah Jesus was not a Messiah because of the not only the bloodline aspect but he did not end all wars I think it's don't recall off the top of my head which where in Isaiah it was but it's there it is Isaiah 2 4 he shall judge among the nations he shall rebuke many people and they shall beat their swords into plowshares their spears into pruning hooks nation shall not lift up sword against nation neither neither shall they learn war anymore this is a messianic prophecy. However, this has not happened. Because as every person hearing this knows, there is still war. We still have wars in this country. Even though they're not using swords. We've evolved to using far more deadly weapons and swords. The thing is, the idea that there's no more war that was a criteria of Messiah that you could basically a, the criteria for Messiah was a checklist essentially that you could check off has the person fulfilled the criteria for Messiah or not because like I showed you the God of the Old Testament didn't go by faith he wanted proof he wanted proof that people were going to do what he said. It wasn't a matter of faith. That is a critical part of this. The thing is, Christians want to try and act like Jesus is something. He's not. He literally is the Christian golden calf. The thing is, the God of the Old Testament did not like the golden calf. That was an idea that it really pissed him off. 
because that was with the story of the oh, Ten Commandments that the God of the Bible was livid and Moses was livid at people worshipping an idol but here's what I was wanting to get this I don't like the Phelps group and their God hates this and that but this was originally a Christian post I change and include this includes you Christians and put their fucking Jesus in there and I included the quote from Isaiah 42 8 I am the Lord that is my name my glory will I not give to another neither my praise to graven images this is what Christians are doing if they want to try and act like they believe in a God I contend they do not that what they believe in is their golden calf their idol that they have made up much like the in the story with the Ten Commandments where the Israelites had made up it made a golden calf and were worshiping that Christians are bowing down to their idols their graven images of Jesus and they have them all over the place my stepmother had, when she married my dad after and after my mom died she had all kinds of angels and crap through the house and it was one I was glad I wasn't there because that I wouldn't be able to stomach that type of shit the thing is Christianity is the modern golden calf and the attitude and the fury that the God of the Bible had regarding the golden calf I all Christians should know that that what that is and it's just all of this it's all an attempt to try and push their narrative their Jesus crap however the problem is it doesn't work it does not work because the God of the Bible was very big on evidence it wanted proof that is why the Messiah was supposed to be not just born of a Jewish mother and father that the bloodline would be able to go back and so forth and Genesis they do give a genealogy in Matthew and so forth however that is largely bullshit because Jesus did not have a Jewish daddy so one of the bloodlines is not right if you would have a bloodline of Joseph if he's not Jesus's father 
his bloodline does not matter and in Judaism there is a different term there's a Ben which is your biological child and a Zara in Hebrew is a follower somebody that is your Ben can also be your Zara somebody that is your child can also be your follower but somebody that is your follower can never be your Ben be unless they were first your Ben your biological child this is where Christians get it wrong and they do not understand bloodline bloodline is a big big thing in the in the Bible it's also I find it ironic that bloodline is also very big with these Illuminati type and this New World Order shit it has nothing to do with Christianity because everything with the New Testament it's all it's a crock it is a distortion of what was said in the Old Testament because one thing that I do want to point out for everybody is Christians make a big deal out of the original sin and they try to act like the sins of the father are passed on and so forth that all of us are guilty of this original sin because of the stain of sin from Adam and Eve I'm sure all the atheists listening to this have heard this and even the Christians know that this is Christian doctrine the problem with it is Ezekiel 18 20 and 21 the soul that sinneth it shall die that is all Christians read in Ezekiel 18 20 because that's all that they want to read they don't want to see the rest of this because it rips the legs off of Jesus the son shall not bear the iniquity of the father neither the father bear the iniquity of the son the righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him next verse but if the wicked will turn from all his sins that he hath committed keep my statutes do what is lawful and right he shall surely live he shall not die and I want to stress this word of die I want to show you this because it is important it is down here and the reason it is important is it is Genesis 2 17 look at that it is the same and I'll leave it on 
the KJB plus because you can see die is H1 H4191 and here it is H4191 right there it is the same thing so if Ezekiel 18:20 or verse 21 crap Christians that want to be literal if you obey the law and do what is lawful and right are you going to be immortal there is no idea of being tortured forever in the Old Testament hell in the Old Testament is Sheol which is the grave let me pull that up quick and I'll even just go because it doesn't really matter because in the Old Testament there is no other meaning it is Sheol which Hades or the world of the dead as a subterranean retreat including its accessories and inmates grave hell pit it does not mean any type of lake of fire or any of that shit. The only fire that is mentioned is the fire of the God's anger. The thing is, there was no idea of eternal torture in the Old Testament. I had heard Christopher Hitchens say, and I like, I like this where he had said it is, in the Old Testament, for as nasty as the God of the Old Testament was, when you died, he was done with you. It wasn't until gentle Jesus, meek and mild, showed up that when you died, the fun was just beginning. That is Christianity. The idea that if you don't think the right thing, you're going to be tortured that is a core part of Jesus message it is so critical to Jesus message it is connected to the most known verse in the Bible the most quoted verse in the Bible is John 3:16, which is where Austin Steve Austin Stone Cold Steve Austin came up with Austin 3:16, and there were some religious wrestlers that did not appreciate that thing is the thought crime comes in in 318 for he that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already that's thought crime that's tyrannical that is evil you cannot get around this Christians you cannot run away from it your Jesus is advocating for thought crime. If you don't like thought crime from the cancel culture that we have right now, 
How can you turn around and be a fucking hypocrite and support thought crime regarding your religion? Regarding people like me that do not buy your bullshit, that reject your Jesus' bullshit claim, and I can point to Judaism and things that are in the Jewish Bible to absolutely refute the ideas of Jesus. And once again, to further crucify this bastard on the aspect of claiming to be God. There is Deuteronomy 32:39. See now I even I am he there is no god with me I kill I make alive I wound I heal neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand There is also along the same lines as that Isaiah 45 verse 7 I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. And furthermore, Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man. That eliminates Jesus. There is no way that Christians can get away from this. Jesus literally is the golden calf. And if the God of the Bible didn't like people worshiping a golden calf, what the fuck do you think it feels about your bowing down to Jesus? Let's just be crystal clear on it. This is what I'm, this is what I do. When I started studying the Bible at 16 and I wanted to know everything that there is to know about God and Satan so I could make a decision, intelligent, informed, educated decision. As I learned, this is all horseshit. Christianity is no different than the worship of the golden calf. Because the idea of salvation, being able to have what you do washed away because you think someone died, that is the most immoral proposition that could be put forward. That is giving a great big fuck you to those that your actions hurt. I've said it before and I'll say it over and over again. The raped child remains raped. The, the raped woman remains raped. The murdered person remains dead. Why should the perpetrator of those things be able to get a pass because they think a Jesus died? That idea is fucking immoral.
any Christian that goes along with that idea is giving a great big fuck you. <coughs> Excuse me. To those that were hurt. To the child, to the woman, to the person that was murdered. It is all a great big fuck you, I do what I want. What, ma what happens to you doesn't matter. All that matters is what I think. That if I claim to think a Jesus died, then I can do whatever I want to you. I had heard a Christian on YouTube say, it doesn't matter how I treat you. I'm going to heaven, you're going to hell. That is the Christian message. That is offensive on every level. It shows how Christians have no morals. And since I touched on this idea of morality, the idea of the original sin, the God making the knowledge of good and evil forbidden, without the knowledge of good and evil, we would be no different than animals. My cats do not know good from evil. They are incapable of understanding good and evil. They, I, I don't understand it, but for some reason they like throwing socks in their water dish. Anybody that is a cat owner that can explain that one to me, please tell me why they like to dunk clothes, socks and so forth, in their water dish. It makes no damn sense. But they're not thinking rationally, logically. Would you want to live like that? Would you want to give up your ability to think for yourself in order to live forever? I contend and I say no. I would rather live a shorter period of time with the ability to think for myself than to be living forever not knowing and not being able to think for myself. I love my cats dearly, but I don't want to be anyone's lapdog. That's just unacceptable to me. And I contend if animals had the ability to think for themselves, they would not want to go back to what they are right now. They would look at it and rail against it like I am. But they don't know because they never have, they haven't evolved to that ability yet. That is what this comes down to. It's not about a god or a magic snake bestowing anything. No. This is about the human brain evolving to a point where we can grasp these higher concepts. The thing is, for a God, if a God would exist and would make the knowledge of good and evil forbidden, they're a monster. Because just because you know the difference between good and evil, it does not give you a disposition towards evil. 
it doesn't give you a disposition towards good or evil. It only gives you the ability to make the choice. And choice is something Christians don't always like. Because when it comes to freedom of choice, the aspect of abortion, they're against that. When it comes to choice, being able to choose to reject their idol Jesus or not, they don't like that choice either. They want to take away people's ability to make a choice. They want to try and use fear to manipulate and coerce people into buying into their bullshit. Never mind how immoral it is. They want to try and act like they're good, but everything about what they're pushing is one form of slavery or another. I am opposed to slavery. I am opposed to treating people like animals. But that's what the Bible is all about. Don't hand me this shit, Christians, that you're about freedom and you're about people having choice. No, you're not. You want to try and use fear to scare people into belief. I go with evidence to, to show people what I'm saying is the truth. That is why I have the e-sword up when I'm talking about your stupid Bible. Because I want to show people the words on the page. Read it for your damn self. I'm not making this shit up. I didn't write this shit. I'm just telling you what's there. Because you Christians won't do it. You won't break it down and explain this stuff like I do. So I have no choice. Because otherwise, you'll be pushing your deception. Trying to get people to buy into your immoral bullshit. Just because you think a Jesus died does not mean you get a pass on how you treat other people. That is immoral. Feel free to leave your thoughts and comments in the comment section. Later, people.